Hi there, I'm David Jamison, Community Engagement Director here at Pathfinder. And during these midweek worship sessions, we've been going through the Stations of the Cross, which are kind of the moments involved in um, Jesus' walk, Jesus' path to the cross. And if you've missed any of these midweek sessions, I encourage you to go back and watch them because they really do an amazing job of leading us to where we are today. Today's stations are number 11, Jesus is nailed to the cross, and then number 12, Jesus dies on the cross. And I've got to say, I feel so insanely ill-equipped and unqualified to talk to you about these two stations. I mean, talk about significant. I cried as I was writing this message just because I read those two uh, stations out loud. Jesus is nailed to the cross and Jesus dies on the cross. For those of you who have seen The Passion of the Christ, that is immediately what comes to my mind and it's gut-wrenching. It's really difficult to think about what Jesus was willing to sacrifice for you and for me in these two stations. And as unqualified as I am, I do know that God allowed me to give this message this week so that I can tell um, my story and share my story of sacrifice with you. And this is my story. It's not better or worse than anybody else's sacrifice. It's just my story. See, two and a half years ago, in November of 2018, after a long process, after a ton of prayer and wrestling and training, my wife and I received our license to be foster parents. And in November of 2018, I thought that I knew what we were sacrificing. I thought I knew what we'd be giving up in order to have other people's kids placed into our home. And as you can probably guess by how I'm setting this up, I didn't understand at all. Shortly after we got our license, we received our first long-term placement, um, a sweet baby girl who was going to be with us for an uncertain amount of time. And very quickly, I learned what it was that we had sacrificed. And it wasn't just a one-time sacrifice. This was something that we were going to have to choose to sacrifice every day. My wife and I had to choose to give up a comfortable, private, um, desirable, or standard life when we agreed to be foster parents. We now live a life that is constantly in flux with virtually zero certainty about the future and 100% certainty that random appointments are going to pop up on our calendar that we have no control over. We now live a life that's very vulnerable as we regularly have people inquiring into our family life and checking up on our kids. The loss of a typical life was way, is way harder <laughs> than I thought that it would be. And I say is because I know that it's something that I'm still grieving. I know I am.
I frequently have conversations with people about foster care. And too many times that I, um, too many times to count, I've heard something along the lines of, man, good for you. You know, maybe when our kids get older, this would be something that we could do. Or I wish we could do that. I just don't think we have what it takes. And guess what? I get that because I don't have what it takes. I remember life before foster care and this life is way harder and it's full of heartbreak. Of course, yes, there is beauty and there's love and there's joy in loving somebody's kid who isn't yours. I'm definitely not saying it's all bad. And if you want to talk to me about the joys, I could definitely fill some time. I've never felt a love like this before. But trust me, there is bad. Which exposes another area of sacrifice. And that is the pain that we've willingly opened ourselves up to. As foster parents, you are always at risk of learning something tragic that happened to your son or your daughter, something that they had to endure. As foster parents, you are there every time you hear more heartbreaking news about the birth family, and you know that there is absolutely nothing that you can do about it. There's also the possibility that the child you've cared for for years could leave your family to go home. And every time these things happen, and I realize that it's not all equal, it feels eerily similar to nails being driven into your heart. And we choose every day to say yes to those nails. When Jesus said yes to the nails, to the cross, He wasn't only enduring the physical pain of nails being driven through his wrists and then slowly suffocating and bleeding to death. He certainly endured that. But he was also at the center of the biggest spiritual battle that there ever was and there ever will be. He was saying yes to your sin, to my sin, to every evil there ever was, because we were worth it. You are worth it. According to Jesus, and his opinion is the only one that matters, you are worth the sacrifice. So tonight or today, wherever you're watching, I want you to take a moment, hit the pause button, And consider something in your life that you've chosen to sacrifice. When have you chosen to forego things that are less than in exchange for things that are ultimate? Or when have you willingly endured something hard because you knew it was worth it? After you reflect... I encourage you to speak this phrase with me. According to Jesus, I am worth it.
Say that with me now. According to Jesus, I am worth it. Amen. Thank you, David. Thanks for sharing your story, uh, but also thank you for bringing some visibility to the process of something like fostering, which is such an important uh, need in our society right now, and yet, as you've shared, uh, such a difficult, heartbreaking, uh, and yet also painful and rewarding experience as well. I was struck by a couple things. I don't know if you in home uh, noticed these as well, but, but David, you said a couple of things uh, that I just thought were so powerful uh, and so true. Uh, and so the, the first one was just this um, this very real point that when you even signed up for fostering, you, you had no idea what you were getting into. Like you, you cannot fathom the difficulties and the joys of something like fostering until you've done it, uh, which I think is true of any serious um, endeavor in life. I think that's part of our human condition that you can think marriage is awesome, but until you actually pick a person to try to do life with uh, together for the rest of your life, you just can't really fathom it. You can think a certain school uh, might be a great thing or a vocation, a career, um, or something like fostering. And yet, as human beings with our limited uh, awareness and ability to understand, we never truly know what we're signing up for until we experience it directly. And of course, the amazing difference is that Jesus knew exactly what he was signing up for. None of the pain, none of the hardship, none of it caught him by surprise He knew full well what it was going to cost. He knew exactly how much it was going to hurt. And yet he did it anyway. And as you said at the end, David, because, why did he do it? Because we're worth it. We are worth it. When we ever wrestle with this question of our value, of our worth, and when the world or other human beings try and tell us uh, that we are less than or, or that they compare us or we compare ourselves, the only metric that matters is that God himself said, you are worth sacrificing everything for. He knew exactly what it would entail, and he did it anyway. And then the second point that you made, David, that I want to just really drive home for our our listeners at home, is that we often wrestle so much with that question of worth. Am I up for this? Am I sustainable for this? Am I the right person for this? And it's always so tempting to, to take hardship, struggle, difficulty as the reason why we should bail out, we should pull back, we should give up. Because this is hard, and if it were the right thing to do, if it were the godly thing to do, if it, if it were what was part of my plan, it wouldn't be this hard. And yet what we see through the Stations of the Cross is that it is through the hard things that God's ultimate plan is realized. And if it weren't hard, it maybe wouldn't be the fulfilling thing that God wants it and intends it to be for our lives. And so when we find ourselves questioning whether we're up for this, whether we can handle this, just remember that that same exact point, that you are worth it, that God has given you the life he's given you because he thinks that you can do it. Scripture talks about how God does not give us more than what we can bear, and and there are a lot of applications of that. But one of them is that the hard things in your life are the hard things that God did design you for. And there does come a point where you have to decide that maybe it's time to move on, but but so often, so often the hard things in life are hard just because they're hard, and because growth and redemption happens on the other side of hard. And in fact, because we have God's Holy Spirit in us, because we have his purposes for us, we can do hard things. 
harder things than we ever might have imagined. David, you made such a, a bold choice, a choice that I myself have considered and, and backed away from, that uh, this idea of inviting uh, a, a child into your life, a, a child that's got trauma and difficulties, it is such a hard thing to do. But by also making that choice, you're inviting God to be in those hard things with you. And just like he experienced those nails being hammered into his hands, we can experience nails being hammered into our hearts. We can experience those pains and those struggles because we know he did it first. So thank you, David, for sharing so vulnerably your story. And thank you all for joining us and being a part of witnessing this most recent station of the cross. And I encourage you to reflect the way David uh, asked you to, which is to, to reflect on the sacrifices you've made, to see how the hard things were made worth it, and to ultimately connect all of that to the first hard sacrifice that God made on your and my behalf. Amen. Would you pray with me? Lord God, thank you for modeling for us the truths of the universe. And when you sent your son, it wasn't just to do this one act of rescue. It was also to show us how the world works, to model for us that it's through pain and struggle and sacrifice that, that people are bought back from death, that people are transformed from broken to whole. And so, Lord, inspire us that as we face down our hard things, as we struggle and as we have to make sacrificial choices in our own lives, Lord, remind us every step of the way that you went first and that you're in these moments with us now and that you will redeem the sacrifices that we make for your sake. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Pathfinder Church Message Podcast. If you would like to hear more messages like this, hit the subscribe button. You can also find more resources at our website, pathfinderstl.org. 